Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. episode of Habs Nightly, folks. It's been a minute, and that's all right. Uh, we're in the doldrums, but Mason, how are you, bud? I'm all right, sir. We've uh, we've had our little preliminary talk, and uh, well, <laughs> trying to find something to talk about has, <laughs> in terms of the NHL, has frustrated me greatly. Just when it when it comes to like involving the Habs because you know we we're trying to talk about the Habs and not just <laughs> random NHL stuff but it's getting difficult with this this portion of the year but outside of that I'm uh, I'm doing okay buddy how are you I'm doing fine that's awesome uh yeah I mean the only really Habs news is you you're waiting on the Cole Caulfield extension uh martin st louis was just on spit and chicklets really good really good interview talked to you know talked about cole um in the sense of like he was that example that biz and them had brought up uh well, well the example that led up to them bringing up you know what it's what what it's like being so close to uh, that's not the best way to word it um like not being so removed from the game what's it like stepping in in a state like this and um kind of like we said previously on this podcast that he's fit in every every one of those person's shoes before he's been you know the fourth line guy all the way up to the top um so he can he in a sense is at least has a, an understanding of of some of their difficulties and and things he can help them with and uh they got on cold call field a little bit then there's uh they even brought up lane hudson thanks Fucking Mike Grinelli for loving the small guy brought up Lane Hudson. Uh, got some pretty good insight from Martin St. Louis as far as keeping it professional, but just saying, you know, he's he's got some things he's that are going to be in his wheelhouse that he's got to learn. Um, but overall, a good ep- a good episode. Um, and then just the World Championship and and how you know Lane and a couple of the guys did blanking. Um, and that's it. That's the Habs news. <laughs> yeah, like not like we said, not like the most in terms of Habs hockey uh, going on. Sam Montembeau played amazingly for um, the Canadian Championship team, and like put up. I think he had finished with, like a nine point nine three nine save percentage or something ridiculous. Canada ended up winning. Um, the U.S. losing to Latvia. Um, <laughs> so just an all-around great result. Um, <laughs> you got you got the best of it, huh? You were like, we won, and my favorite opponents to lose lose. <laughs> hey, think of it this way: Latvia declared it a national hall. I love that. That's so awesome for them. Um, to to see to see the videos that had came out. Oh, it, was, it looks so special to be there. So loud. And why not, dude? You placed, you know? Um, well, and it, at their home, at their home arena, too. Was it really? That's even cool. It cooler. was in Lapia this year. Oh, that's so cool. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that you know that leads to inspiring a, a young generation that that helps this team get more than just you know a one in one out exit. Hopefully, we see them a lot more in the future. Yeah, Lafayette is usually a mainstay. Like they're they're usually in these events. Um, well, I mean, making making it to like like not being a one in one out playoff situation. Like, hopefully, they're like a strong team for the, for the foreseeable future. And hopefully this sparks like a young generation to be like, you know, I want to, you know, I, I want to play hockey. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Latvia has quite a few decent goaltenders, like NHL goalies, but in wow. terms of defenders and forwards, like actual skaters, they, they do lack, but yeah, it's nice to see them do well. Um, Obviously, nicer to see the Canadian team uh, win and see Montembeau uh, succeed. And, you know, we were talking about how this could be a huge tournament for him and his outlook for the team. And if anything, you know, this just endeared him to um, Habs management a little bit more and to the NHL as a whole. Montembeau and the Habs had a lot to gain from him playing well, and he did just that. He played phenomenally. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I, I'm blanking on this website. I Before it was like it immediately brought you to it. Now that it's over, it's just like back to just a regular site like oh, promoting, promoting, yeah, promoting the next season. It's like what That's happened to everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Not good. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I think the last episode we were kind of talking shit about how Canada looked just average. Uh, they, at least, at least on paper, on terrible. paper. Um, but, and they're and terrible beats every everything else, right? That's what you're saying. Canadian, Canada. Canadian, just averages is the world's best. Yeah, pretty much. You got to bang, <laughs> bang on the head. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Well, yeah, so outside of the World Championships, um, like I said, the, the, the playoffs are still going on. Um, it is Florida and Vegas, and I genuinely did have to pause there for a second, that are playing in the final. Um, let's get your thoughts on this first, Corey, because as we've established... <laughs> you don't give a fuck! <laughs> I, I could give less shits at this point. Like Florida, our pick is going to be either 31st or 32nd. It's not even going to be our I pick anymore. We're care. moving on from it, and it's cool. Cool with me. Either that or we're going to find somebody that fell that should, you know, that we Look, never would have had a chance day, in the second. Got, we still have that pick for Ben Sherratt, and it's a fucking steal either way. It's a fucking steal, baby. Um. I'm excited. Uh, it's not. It's not either team I gave a fuck about. I'm literally didn't care about Florida um, at all, really. You know, uh, I wasn't a big Matt Kachuk fan, uh, fantasy wise. Love him every year. Um, but no, what what a fun what a fun run it's been. It kind of reminded me of the Canadians, like just squeaked in. And just went on an, an all-out fucking run, terrorizing everybody. Hopefully, they can do the same to um, the Knights. But I don't. I, honestly, I don't want. I don't. I don't care who wins, but I really don't want Vegas to win. But at the same time, there's like individuals. Like I'd love to see Jack Eichel do it in this, his first true opportunity. And it's just like, look, this is what I was capable of this whole time, and. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's going to be refreshing to watch it without feeling the anxiety of wanting a specific group to win or a team. And I can just sit back and just kind of get fucked up and, and enjoy it for what it is. And hopefully it's a good series. I'm thinking six games. I'm going six games, Florida. Um. I just feel like they're an entire unit right now is just on one. Yeah. 
and that's that's it. That's it, I guess. Uh, I'd rather Florida than than Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, like we were talking before, and I think in Canada it's difficult. Like it, it's the total anti-Canada series when you look at it from just a geography setting. Like this could this it could almost not be further away from me. Like I, it, it's the most Southern finals we've had since what, like fucking. Since 2020, the bubble is Dallas, which was the, is which Dallas, was the true, was the true Southern one. Is Dallas more South than, um, I guess it is more South than Nevada. Yeah. So it's not, uh, it's not the point. So Nevada, basically anything that's like Texas is South, right? Oh, that's that's a song. I think that's a double. I know you're gonna say like I know you're gonna talk about like the South is the the Gulf Coast, baby. I'm just talking about what I'm saying is I know you mean South of America, like (laughs) yeah, like just towards. It's definitely it's definitely cool in a sense of it's like if both markets are hot as fuck as far as temperatures, like climate, it's like it shouldn't (laughs) exist here. The only crazier thing well, would be Vegas the, versus, you know. One of the Phoenix. teams plays in a fucking desert, and the other one <laughs> plays in plays, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, where like Canadians only go when they're in their sixties and they're escaping snowbirds. <laughs> yeah, and then you pair that with the fact that both teams are being led by young American American born. Jack Eichel and Matt Kachuk. Um, like Vegas has Mark Stone, Petrolangelo, but I would say in terms of Canadian stars, they're actually very, they're not marketed. They're not big name. You know what I mean? They're not. Yeah, like the, like the, the, the big, like the main guys on the posters are, are just. They're just these, not these, those guys. Yeah. yeah. They're the, then, the young Americans. And the Panthers are led by. Barkov and you know like Bobrovsky it's just not and then you couple that with the fact that the big teams have been out for so long Colorado Toronto Boston uh New Jersey like I mean look dude yeah, it was I don't know I just honestly me... could give less shits and like <laughs> it doesn't help that Sportsnet and TSN are just so fucking Toronto centric. I was watching Sports Center for two hours today, Corey. They didn't talk about the finals once. It was all about Dubis and Brad Trello. The, the betrayal. <laughs> like, there's no. It's actually just. It's pathetic. The way, uh, like they're not. They're barely broadcasting it. Yeah, it's. It's peak NHL, what's going on. But, yeah, mm, honestly. That's terrible. Couldn't really care, but what are your predictions? Like, who do you think is going to win this? I'm going Florida six games. Um, and I think Kachuk's going to get the con Smythe. I, I, don't, I don't think he's – he can't be stopped. If I'm not mistaken, Dallas series, he scored – I think it went to overtime Dude, three geez. games – He's got two OT winners. He's been clutch as fuck, and I don't see him slowing down. He's he's everything Jack Eichel is with a nasty fuck you attitude. Oh, he's better than Jack Eichel. Now, Jack Eichel, it's so tough, right? The, the storyline leading up to this is a fantastic one. The issue is, is that Everybody in the league just like I don't give a fuck. One, no one likes Vegas. And two, if no Jack one gives Eichel a fuck played about for any other team, I'd be rooting for Vegas. <laughs> if he played for any other team, like outside of the Leafs, of course, in Boston, you, you'd, but, be, you'd be pulling for Jack Eichel. Oh, I'd absolutely. I'd be rooting for him all day, I, dude. It the storyline's so good. It's just too miss. You know, mishap teams, but what I mean, it's, it's still th- good. you know the other thing is I really like Mark Stone. 
He's fallen off. I just off fucking me a hate. Bit. I hate Vegas and Vegas. Vegas's fan base. <laughs> I just. I like. I just. Ugh. I agree. But in saying that, oh my god, Vegas was so shitty. <laughs> I'm just remembering how terrible Vegas was on Twitter, uh, 2021. <laughs> yeah, they were awful. But in saying like all that I have to say about Vegas, and this is, I'm gonna preface this by I feel like it goes without saying, but I am just gonna say it anyway. Outside of Bobrovsky doing what he did to Carolina. I think Vegas wins. Okay. I I think Vegas I think has a great – I think Vegas has the complete group. I think Florida has the offensive momentum and and Bob. If you're, if you're basing it off momentum, I think Florida is a team that could definitely win just because of the momentum. Like you said, the way that they're coming into this, just they're on a hot streak, right? Okay. I'll get to it. I have I have something to lean on to. All right. Yeah, but what I think you have to like kind of consider too is that Aiden Hill has a nine thirty seven save percentage. Yeah, and he's in their fourth playoffs. his fourth string goalie too. Actually playing better. <laughs> Then Sergei Bobrovsky um, <laughs> has faced almost like I think I think he's faced a re- like a pretty ridiculous amount of shots too. Wow! But not to the like extent that Bobrovsky has. Bobrovsky's faced five hundred and four. I'm looking at now five hundred and four shots against. Mm. Ottinger is the only guy ahead of him. Bob has like at some point that's gonna wear him out. You know what I mean? Like right, and it's not it's just one. Be... It's not just one line that's gonna that's gonna catch it. All four of their lines are are pretty are pretty hot right now. Well, and like you look at Vegas in terms of where the scoring is coming from on both teams. Both teams are deep. Absolutely, Bennett. Reinhardt, Barkov, Berghei, and Kachuk have all been fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But Vegas has fucking guys who are going nuts too. Carlson, 14 points. Stevenson, 14 points. Stone, 15. Barbershop, 15. Marcia, so 17. Eichel, 18. They've got the depth to match, and I argue they have more. It's terrifying no. the amount. Like, I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just old, but I feel like they shouldn't be getting to like almost twenty points. Like they should, they should be at, they should be where they are right now at the end of, at the end of the the finals. Yeah, and the other thing too is that the Mark Stone. Like, I am huge on Mark Stone. The Mark Stone effect on defense cannot be ignored either. Mm-hmm. Um, look, he's going to be against Kachuk, wherever Kachuk is. And what – it wasn't this one. It was the last who, – who did who did Florida play last? Uh, Toronto, right? They kind of shut Kachuk down for a little bit. It was no, like two games. they played Carolina. Carolina? Last. Oh, I'm sorry, Carolina. They uh they shut him down a little bit. I think there was like two games, or maybe it was the series before that. But someone was able to to keep him off for like. Well, two let's games. not let's not kid ourselves. Florida never outplayed Carolina really. Bobrovsky destroyed them. <laughs> like when you can't score against the guy. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was that Florida series. Against Columbus, Columbus was good because it's not. But Bob was just like, "Yeah, shut it down." Well, it's not like Florida was scoring a shit ton of goals either. That last game they had four, but I think game three they won one nothing. <laughs> yeah, one nothing. I'm looking at it right now. Frederick Anderson only had it was one nothing. They had 18 shots to Carolina's 32. 
Then you go to game game two. It was the same thing in overtime, two to one. Um, Andy Ranta made 26 saves on 28 shots. Bob had 39 shots against. I think Carolina might have outshot them every single game. Fuck. Yeah, every game Carolina outshot them, outchanced them. It was just Bobrovsky was phenomenal, just phenomenal. And I don't, and I'm not saying like, I, I don't think it's cut and dry. I would never put money on Vegas winning. But if Bob isn't, you know, Bob, what we've seen throughout these playoff series, I don't think Florida really has a chance. Hmm. When you just look at who these teams have been in the playoffs and, you know, who they've been throughout the regular season, Vegas is. They're just, they've shown who they are all year. And I know you can say that for every series of Florida shouldn't have won. I just, I don't know. I think if, if Bob's magic even falters in the slightest, they're going to catch Vegas will pounce. They're not going to sweep Vegas. It's not going to happen. No. So look, you brought up something about the momentum. And if they keep the Florida kept momentum, they can keep, you know, they can take it. Um, how do you how do you think that affects them with with them um the NHL scheduling to keep it away from the NBA finals? Um, I think they're serving 10, 10 days before the um the start of the NHL finals. So they've had a 10 day break. It's the second longest. It's tied uh well, the first is like eleven days. Um so I guess they're tied for a second. I think there's another team that had that many uh, days off before the Stanley Cup Finals or between in between the series. How do you how bad do you think that's going to fuck Florida over? Uh, I don't I, know. Like, I don't something to be really said, s- but like L.A. I remember, like, remember when L.A. was winning, they swept like they swept like their first like two, mm-hmm. and then they had like a five game. And they still won the cup. I don't think it matters, to be honest. No, you don't think getting out of the rhythm for a couple of days. Um, I think it it can play a factor, but I also think that uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think it makes or breaks a series. I think you're gonna win. You're gonna win. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. I felt like it was going to, if they got caught relaxing and shit, like this was a, a pretty normal big Southern um, holiday weekend. And it's like, it just falls in between when these guys have to play. I'm not saying they went out and got fucked up and shit, but it's like, there's 10 days and in the middle of it, there's like a great relaxing day. Do these guys kind of fall out of rhythm but no, well, fuck it. Mason, Mason doesn't care. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. I, so look, I, can't I tried to care. Like I don't really care who the winner is because I like it doesn't really impact the Habs either way. And like I said, like it's just both. I've got nothing invested really in either either of these teams. I I think it would be nice for Jack Eichel to win a cup. I think it'd be nice for Mark Stone to win a cup. Um, but I would hate for Vegas to be rewarded. Um, yeah, like I said, it, it really, whatever happens, happens. Um, I, I'll i put my money on Vegas, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if it goes either way. I think there's a lot that will play into this series. I think it'll be a goaltending. Goaltending is going to decide a lot of it. And, you know, I don't have – if it was Carey Price or Vasilevsky or someone in Florida's net playing the way Bob is, um, I would say it's Florida. But because Bob has only done this for this playoff run, he's, you know, had not just holes but cracks and chips in his armor the last few seasons. He's been mm-hmm. very average. 
I, I can't say I'm confident he's going to maintain it the whole way and Florida's going to need him to. So it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be a fun series. Um, I expect it's going to go the distance, if not six. Like, it's not going to be a, a, a close no, uh, series for me. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be five. I think it's got to be six or seven. And I just feel like one team is going to slip and – you know, the other team, both teams are definitely capable of capitalizing on it. But I think there's just going to the playoffs is going to be really based off of two key moments in in two of the games that, you know, have that that coin flip go in their favor. Um, before we move on, tried to get you the Samuel Montembo stats. Uh, love the IIH, uh, HF website you click on Samuel Montebo it says his position he's a goaltender left uh his height is in centimeters 1.91 yada yada um we go and look at his stats brother we got uh games played seven goals zero assists zero point zero pims two uh shots on goal 163 uh game winning goals power play goals shorthanded goal zero he's a fucking goalkeeper um and and this is what they provide us um so just been kind of staring at that for a little bit um so yeah that's samuel montembo had had a run had a run of things so i didn't know he was slotted in any forward position uh but before we i guess before we move on we do have a word from our sponsors over at DraftKings. so Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. We've been talking about the finals they got on DraftKings right now. Vegas is minus 125, and Florida is plus 105. Um, So that means they believe Vegas is the true um, top dog in this. So I'm, I would definitely put a little money on Florida, not going to lie. Uh, but anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up for code THPN. New customers can make $5, make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800 800- 327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 or older in most eligible states but ages vary ages vary by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply see the show notes for details See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. What a mouthful. Uh, We also have another ad read by our friends over at Raycon. Uh, Let's face it, folks. With coffee starting at $5, yes, without any customizations. I don't drink coffee. Uh, And our bank account somehow always too depleting. We are officially entering a dupe session because that makes sense. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point. So you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank. They're cheap as shit. You can throw them, you could lose them, and you just buy another pair. They're the new era skull candies that are actually worth a fuck. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of these other more big name tech brands. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. So right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of protection, product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat international shipping. And they've sold well over 50,000 
Oh, Jesus. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews and fucking reading into shit. Uh, <laughs> my favorite things about my Raycons, always the time. Uh, you got a standard eight hours of play time. Like I said, every fucking time. I put them on uh, the charger while I'm at lunch because I don't need them in my ear. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll max out my day at about 10 to 11 hours of play time. It's awesome. It's perfect for the average working person uh, that has that ability to listen to shit. Uh, noise isolation is awesome, especially now that I'm just cleaning lines. I don't have to worry about driving truck or, you know, dealing with keg load ins at the Superdome. Now I'm just going to bars turning my shit on, turning music on, a podcast on, and I'm just tuning the world out. I'm saying, hello, can I clean your lines? They say, yes. I smile. I'll be right back. And then I come back as a mute. I'm listening to fucking music or whatever. I say, thank you. I don't even hear what they say. I fucking leave. And it's it's been fantastic. It's very, very nice. Go, <laughs> go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today. To get 15% off your Raycon order, that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash THPN. All right, Mason, welcome back. Dude, fumbled the last one. Uh yeah, I opened I opened the prompt and it was not, it was not the main one. It was like this one that they send out that's always like encoded weird, so it's not it's not laid out perfectly and it's got like numbers throughout it. Oh, what a, what a rush that was of just anxiety. Um, so yeah, bud, we're back. Mason has nothing to talk about, but I have something to, to jolt him into another decent conversation. So, uh, he doesn't know it. I know it, but, um, the premier league just did their relegation and Mason barely got out of it. What do you mean I didn't know it? I didn't know that, that this was coming, this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. You weren't like me who, who forgot because of your job. You've just toned out everything else that's not the playoffs um, and forgot to watch the, the crucial end to Leicester City season to see what would happen. And we are moving down to the what? You're moving down. Would you like me to explain it? Jesus. Yes. Yes. Mason, who watches football. Okay. So for those of you that don't understand or know what we're talking about, the Premier League, the top soccer league in. Yeah. I don't even think I mentioned that. (laughs) Jesus. Um, basically the bottom three teams get relegated out of the league and the top three teams from the lower league get promoted to the top league. Now, I think we've discussed this before, but basically if I started a beer league team, I love relegation system. I could theoretically, if my team got promoted every year in like 20 years or, you know, 15, I don't know how many leagues, there's so many different leagues. You could theoretically, it'll never happen. You could work. It'll never happen. You'll work your way. You could work your way all the way up to the premier league. Now this is what um, Ryan Reynolds um, is doing with. um, Um, Wrexham. Wrexham. They were in the national league, which is like four league or three or four leagues lower. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the Premier League, and they recently got promoted. Um, basically, their dream is to pump enough money into it to make it up to the uh, Premier League. So um, you can basically think of the champion championship as like the AHL, except they're not affiliated. It's just the lower level of football. Um, but it was very, um, very, 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 very close this year. Um, it came down to one team was absolutely going to finish dead last. And the last few games, there were about five teams that could theoretically um, be relegated. Two of them pulled away and it left three remaining Leicester city, which is Corey's favorite team leads United, which are a rival 
to my favorite team, Everton. Honestly, that's the only good thing about this. I was like, all right, Leeds fell. And Everton, which are my team. And the key thing to understand about Everton. Southampton, sorry. Yeah, Everton is one of what you would call one of the big clubs in the Premier League. They have been in the Premier League um, undisturbed, I believe, since like the 1800s. They have been in the Premier League. There may be a blemish there, but I do know they've been in the Premier League longer than any other club. Mm. Um, they are not a member of the big five men. So there's Manchester City, Arsenal, Manchester Man United, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Those are your, your big mm-hmm. five. But there's another two that are kind of like the big seven, and that is um, Tottenham and Everton. Um, those are the clubs that basically forever they will never get relegated. They will always be in the Premier League. Damn, look at well, Everton has had some issues, lost a bunch of players. So big, like just really stressful um last month, really battling relegation. And it all came down to the very last day of um, the Premier League season. Uh, Leicester's game started first. Um, so I'll kind of say it from my point of view. Everton had, there was a couple nightmare scenarios. If Leicester lost um, and Everton lost, we were okay. But if Leeds won, Leicester lost and Everton lost, we Basically, Everton had two points up on Leicester and Leeds. They needed to either draw and have both teams lose or have both teams draw and they drew or all three lose. They needed to, they needed a a good result. And Corey, I'm sure, I don't know, you said you weren't watching. Sorry, does that what you said? Yeah, I, I I had no idea this was happening. And also one of my favorite players is 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 gonna leave Leicester City because of the relegation and yes implode um, my fucking team, dude. So Leeds was losing 4-1. They ended up losing 4-1 to Tottenham. I was never really worried about Leeds. Uh Tottenham, top 10, like they're finished like eighth in the Premier League. Like I said, one of those invincible clubs. They were gonna lose. Okay. They're out of the picture. Everything's okay. No need to stress. However, Leicester and Everton are both tied nil-nil in their games. Okay? Leicester started a little bit before. And then the disaster struck. Leicester went up 2-0 against uh, West Ham, which meant Everton had to win. They, they, they needed a goal, and we were only getting a draw. So it looked like um, against a team that, uh, granted, not a great team, but Everton's pretty bad. Um, and we just had tied each half. other. <laughs> yeah, went into the second half. Leicester was still winning uh, 2-0. They would go on to win 2-1. Um, so it was looking kind of dire 57th minute, you know, like you're watching the game. It, it looks bad. Like you can just, it's tense. It's tense. The stadium's nervous. We haven't been relegated in like over a hundred years and the ball gets played out. And from fuck, I don't even know how far out, like, 40 yards like I might be over exaggerating but very far out the ball bounces to uh to Kure, our uh, our midfield one of our midfielders who I've actually I have liked this season he's been pretty decent but he's more of a defensive guy he's not really not a big goal scorer for us and he just takes this strike from way out this fucking piss missile and scores 
1-0 Everton. We would go on to win the game. It was one of the most electric moments I've had in sports in a very long time because <laughs> probably since the Habs uh, Stanley Cup run, uh, we stayed up. We stayed alive. It all came down to that, that goal. If we didn't score that goal, we were out of the Premier League. Just ridiculous. Like History would have been made. Our streak would have been broken. Um, and yeah, we stayed up and like, you could even see like they were switching back and forth to the Leicester fans, Leicester fans stayed in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of same thing, like waiting for the result and they were going crazy. Uh, and then once news hit that Everton had scored, you could see there, all their faces were <laughs> completely blank. Everton was going crazy. It was just a wild it's something you don't get in hockey and it's just the end of the soccer season with relegation is crazy. And it was, it was a tremendous moment for me. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what's happening. Um, I was, you know, at my wife's family's um, hometown and uh, I came back and I said, I felt like shit. I, I finally was able to like start watching the games last year and keeping up with them more. And uh, I finally had time to watch. I said, they're going to turn it around. You know, it's, it's been shit. Um, you know, Schmeichel leaving was like, uh, to me, it's like without, without a solid goalkeeper, he was fucked. And uh, I just really thought we could turn it around. Like we, you know, we, we would be shit. But we would be, you know, like fifth, sixth worth team. And uh, for it to come down like it did, uh, great story uh, for for Everton. For us, if we can if we can get back and, and and stay in, I guess it's it's a cool story. But it it just comes at such a shit price. Like uh, like one of my favorites, uh, Yuri Tillemans, is not coming back. Um, and it sucks. He had like one of those, uh, I guess like a TJ Oshi Olympic story or was that world juniors? Um, he, he had like an, an insane goal for Leicester city's F FC cup. Uh, not last year. I think the year before that. Um, and it's just, just sucks. He he got hurt towards the end too, and it was like the team's already in shambles. And uh, now he now he got hurt, and now he's not coming back. And I have to going to support my team, you know. But to drop down, I feel like we'll obviously. I I hope we have success in this fucking league, and we can we can figure it out and get back. But um, just a devastating year. I mean. That the owner got like murdered and shit. Um, Shish Michael wanted this to go back to his country. Um, we had one of the top players in the fucking league, or at least like the up and coming kid, and he wanted out. Um, I wish I would have stayed up a little bit more to date with Leicester City this year. Um, because I feel like everybody that I like on this team is about to fucking about to walk or get moved uh, to try to, you know, make a better future. But, yeah, I don't know. Fuck fuck Everton. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Um, uh, but but you know what? Sort of. But cool for y'all that, like, y'all, like you said, like, y'all have been around and not moved ever, and for, for y'all to stay alive, like a reverse – uh, Detroit Red Wings, uh, what 2015, I think was the that first year they missed, and it had been like 25 years of them being in it. But for for Premier, you said what it's been like since I'll, you know, I'll I don't even think you put right a now. number, but it's it's something like insane. But like for y'all to like nail biter, like you know, the legacy moves forward. I think that's awesome. Um, they have competed in the top division for a record 120 seasons. Oh, shit. 
were they were a founding member of the league in 1888. Wow. That is unreal. And they like they've been relegated before mm-hmm. but they have never been relegated more In... than 2 years. Oh, okay. So they've, they've they've missed it then come back then miss like they've never Yeah, so it's it's never been like an extended period. They've basically stayed here with the exception of like four years, like the existence of the Premier League, they've been in it. Yeah, basically. Like with with like two time. hiccups. <laughs> yeah. And even the manager, like, you know, talking about the team, uh, they were saying, like, you know, obviously we're proud, but this isn't something we celebrate at Everton. Like that's the kind of club it is. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like the Habs. It's like we have too much history to be like gloating about subpar you know seasons absolutely but did you see um you see luton town one of the teams in the championship that got promoted did you see any of that no i was actually trying to look up who who got uh promoted um i can tell you who got promoted it was a luton town burnley and sheffield Mm mm-hmm they all got promoted. Luton Town. Um, so basically, I don't know the entire um, backstory of the club, but they are the first non-league club to make the Premier League. So that means, how do I explain? It's basically what I was talking about. Like they've gone from the very bottom. From the bottom, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like they they weren't they didn't come into existence in the league below the Premier League. They they came from well later and have had to work their way up. They spent sorry, they spent like five years in non-league football, which means wow. like it's hard to explain. It's basically like outside so they like it's kind of like what ryan reynolds team's trying to do like basically they get no funding it's all there's no support right um so they're playing in front of they're they're playing professional it's like semi-pro they they went from a semi-pro team in like 2009 and they've (laughs) been working their way up and if you I actually look at their stadium. Like, if you look it up, like, and for our listeners, yeah, there's a fucking meme of it now. <laughs> it's it's it, it, a it, Premier League. Genuinely, it's a fucking like. You it's a look barn. They're like, like entrance. You walk. You walk through people's like backyards to get to this. It's dude, it's crazy. It's it never is... happened in North America, and it's why I love football. I love soccer. You, there this are is only 100% only ten Arizona right now. <laughs> Oh, only, but, and I say only 10,000 people, and it sounds like a lot because of what we're used to over here. Mm-hmm. Only 10,000 people are going to be watching the, like, the Premier example, League. Yeah. Manchester like, United. Like, old, yeah, Trafford's it's like a date. Capacity. It's like a date with them. <laughs> yeah. Old Trafford, which is, um, where Manchester United plays holds 75,000 people. Jesus. So that team, that organization worth I think it's worth like 4 <laughs> billion dollars or something. It's going, One of the most it's going to play some a pickup game. Is <laughs> going to play in a stadium that holds 10,000 people and you're going to have to walk through someone's backyard to go play. Like it's it's just unfathomable for an American, awesome. North American sports. Um, it's like, like seriously, if I could equate it to something, it's like fucking the Montreal Canadiens going to play the fucking uh, Shreveport Mudbugs after Shreveport has, you know, somehow worked their way up through you know, the AHL East coast league and made the NHL. So now the Habs are playing in a rundown barn in front of 400 people. Like that is basically the equivalent of what Luton town has accomplished. I love this. 
It's like it's like the kids at uh at Arizona State. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Very cool. Yeah, no, it's like a, a big ass blue door. It looks like it's it's a door to like a a compound. <laughs> it's awesome. No, it, like it is a barn. It is actually a barn. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, fuck. I guess I'm gonna have to watch a little Everton next year if I want to watch any Premier League. And I'll be dealing with the likes of uh oh, man. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Swansea, Blackburn, Sunderland. That's an old, that's an old club. Uh Jesus Christ. Middlesburg. Which it honestly, I can't even say shit because I think every just about every every game that the that Leicester City played like um you know they have like the it, there's pr- premier league games and like randomly there's like a another tournament that they're that in game. yeah and they're playing against like anybody like dude they've played against some like just not premier league teams and got fucking shit kicked <laughs> like all season it was just like what the fuck man so i hope to god we can at least you know crush crush this league but i don't think they're pushovers um we got a we got some big issues in goalkeeping and um now we got big stars moving on and we're, we're gonna have to gonna have to fucking rebuild and I'm, I'm tripping on your boy's name i he wasn't even a part of the team long enough for me to remember him i'm not the biggest fucking you know fan unfortunately i can't watch it all the time but uh, we had like this kid that was supposed to be like the next big thing in the Premier League, and he just wanted out. I was like, Fuck, god damn it, dude! So that was like the only bit of this season I remember was us playing just below average, and this new phenom wanting out immediately. And what were we gonna do with him? Don't even know where he fucking ended up. Fuck him, uh, Mason. Where you want to take this? <laughs> I think we're now I'm just getting on. Up, about- now I'm just getting upset. I think we've finished when we've talking about football. We're past hockey, so I think it's probably good to wrap things up here. Heard that? Yeah, I want to play FIFA. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank y'all so much for listening. This has been Habs Nightly. Uh, thank y'all for y'all's patience, uh, and we cannot wait to talk to you guys again soon. Please follow us on Twitter at Have Nightly and myself Bayou Benders. It's been a pleasure. This is Habs Nightly. And we'll talk to y'all next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.